Hey, hey, welcome to the Katie Speaking Live True podcast. I'm so excited to be with you today uh, because I love that we can look at our lives and see what's working well and see what's not working well and make adjustments accordingly and that that's okay. Isn't that wonderful? Well, today I'm looking at an entry from August 2nd in my 13-year-old prayer journal. So I literally wrote this prayer journal entry when I was 13 and I'm amazed at the wisdom that's in it. In it, I'm like choosing and evaluating what kind of friends I want to spend time with. Are they life-giving friends? Do they love God? Are they kind to me? Um, It's amazing to me how often we tolerate people in our lives who aren't life-giving, who tease us or harass us, maybe just because we need to feel loved and we'd rather put up with that than be alone. And I just want to say, if that's you today, the the love of Jesus makes it possible to say no to dysfunctional relationships. And when we do that, we get to say yes to relationships that are going to be life-giving and work for us. We get to make room for relationships that are going to be better for us. It's worth the wait to um, say no to unhealthy relationships. So in today's journal entry, we're going to look at that. And then um, we've got some scripture at the end. So just Come just soak in the goodness of what this has to say and stay till the end when we go into some scripture. I'm just going to read it over us. It's going to be so good. It's truth number one in the prayer journal, which is that God is thinking about you. So let's jump right in. It's August 2nd in the book, and this is what the book looks like. If you go on Amazon, it's a two-time Amazon bestseller. Yay, so cute. Love this book. And I have like sunflowers everywhere now. I I um, even do my displays for events with sunflowers now because of that. I just love it. Side note. All right, so here we are, and it's Katie's seventh grade prayer journal to encourage you to pray about everything and to keep your prayer journal habit going. Here we go. August 2nd. It's a good day. It was a good day, even though I was really tired. I got up early and made it to Sunday school on time. The new junior high youth pastor is lame. His only, he's only temporary though. Also, I got a new Sunday school teacher. My teacher from last year, Janine, isn't doing anything with the junior high youth group anymore, from what I know. While I was in Sunday school, I saw John Weston my major crush from the beginning of summer, and Rick, his friend, walked by. John was looking towards our class, and I ducked. I had remembered that I wrote him a book declaring my love for or not a book. I wrote him a letter declaring my love for him. Anyway, I forgot I had sent it. So when I saw him, I ducked. I was so embarrassed. After that letter I sent him, telling him I have a crush on him, I don't think I could ever try to have a real conversation with him again. Then I saw my brother Caleb walk by with some friends. And later on, I saw all my old friends except Rachel and Sandy. Also, I spazzed out because Caleb, who's just 15, was smoking in front of all my close friends from church. They were cool about it, but I wasn't. I guess it just surfaced some old feelings. It has to do a lot with past hurts, mainly just that I'm scared he hasn't changed. But I found out otherwise today. Anyway, then I rearranged my room, partly. I finished rearranging my room. I made a huge dent in organizing my closet today. I'm supposed to go to the beach, but my ride didn't pick me up and didn't care to call and tell me. 
Anyway, I had a nice day getting organized. I talked on the phone with Steve Henderson and Rachel and just kicked back. Later, I went with Caleb and Christian and a whole lot of other kids to the senior high school event at Mission Bay. I had a really good time. Alex came, my godbrother, which was amazing since he's not from a church-going family or he's not a church-going guy. He must have been invited by my brother, Christian. Anyway, he was teasing me along with David Kay about liking David Kay. And then Brennan McGregor, my brother's friend, was teasing me about not being able to grab a hold of him in the water. I told him, and here I was, just 13. They're all teasing me. I told him that when he has arthritis and is old, I'll be able to catch him. He's five years older than me. Mom says in a couple years when they've come back from college and Brennan is back from the Air Force, I'll be a knockout. I really hope I'm a knockout. Please help me not be so paranoid and not be so depressed. I pray that you'll watch over everyone I know in Rio Rancho and everyone here tonight. I thank you for all my wonderful friends, and I pray in Jesus' blessed holy name. Amen. So that's just to inspire you to journal all of your prayers. Truth number one of why you should journal your prayers is that God is thinking about you. Psalm 139 says this, O Lord, you've examined my heart and you know everything about me. You know when I sit down and when I stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell on the farthest oceans, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night. But even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. To you, the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and you knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a day, single day, had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. That's Psalm 139, 1 through 18. And a new to me benediction that I really wanted to share with you today is from Hebrews 13, verses 20 and 21. Now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Christ Jesus, to whom be glory forever and ever. May the Lord bless you and keep you, friend. Journal your prayers. He's listening. He cares about your heart. Go deep with Jesus. He is worth it. God bless you. Bye-bye.